Welcome to the Soulful IVF Podcast. It's your host, Lisa White, and I believe your fertility journey through IVF can be one of more ease, more joy, and more magic. Staying empowered on this path requires us to look within, to go a bit deeper, to hold on to ourselves always. So remember to keep that light alive and let it begin. Hi there, and welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I have a sit down with Dr. Green all about male factor fertility and specifically sperm DNA fragmentation. He informs us on what this test is, who it's good for, kind of a general price range, and he also educates us on some great nutritional interventions. We share a really great laugh at the end, so you'll want to listen to the whole thing. And um, yeah, a little bit embarrassing, but hope you go nuts on this one. Enjoy. Hi, Dr. Green. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Lisa? Really good. Really good. Thank you. Excited for a new topic for our IVF 3.0 series today. Anna, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, and I think that as we continue to try to improve outcomes, you know, as we've talked about previously, we have to stop waiting for the next technology to break through because I kind of, I don't feel that there's anything on the horizon that's going to take us that next leap forward. Mm. So, you know, I've really been trying to double down on what we can do as clinicians in coaching our patients and making into making better decisions. And sometimes Mm -hmm. that's making, you know, healthier embryos. Sometimes it's making better choices you know, that can improve the outcome. And, and that's why uh, I think a great segue to today's discussion. Yeah, I'm excited to have this chat with you. It's all about sperm DNA fragmentation and also known as SDF, right? Yeah. And, and you know, what it comes down to is it's kind of amazing. And I've, I've mentioned before, I'm, I'm working on my third decade in this specialty. Mm-hmm. And during most of this time, Semen analysis has changed very little. Now think about that. How many tests have changed very little over the course of three decades? Wow. Various tests have come about over the the last three decades that were supposed to give us greater insight into male fertility, but they generally have not passed the test of greater scrutiny. And so most of these tests aren't even available today. And I won't even bore you with, you know, naming Mm -hmm. all the ones that aren't around anymore. Mm -hmm. But what semen analysis is about is trying to, you know, make the best estimate you can of sperm and for male fertility by looking at one specimen under a microscope. Mm -hmm. Now think about that. Looking under a microscope is not the best way to make any judgment. I mean, it's been the best we've had. But now we've got physiologic ways of trying to better understand what's going on. And that's what sperm DNA fragmentation is doing, is giving us some insight as to why some guys that have a normal semen analysis are not successfully impregnating their wife, or why you know some people with either a normal semen analysis or what seems like a reasonably good semen analysis for some treatments might either be failing to deliver or result in pregnancies that have a higher risk of miscarriage. Mm-hmm. So is this test for SDF, is this relatively new or how... Well, I would, you know, I try to avoid things that are new and untested. You know, Mm -hmm. this is something that's been around for a bit, 
but it's really over the last year or two that we've had enough data to say, yeah, everything kind of agrees that mm -hmm. if a guy's sperm DNA fragmentation is abnormally elevated, then the couple would have a lower chance of getting pregnant naturally. They would have about a 50% lower chance of getting pregnant with insemination, even if insemination would otherwise be indicated without this test. And they might be at higher risk of miscarriage, even through IVF, if certain things aren't done to try to address this subtle male factor. So maybe what we should start with is talking a little bit about what sperm DNA fragmentation is. Sounds great. <laughs> so what this is doing is that instead of just looking at sperm under the microscope, you know, we've long believed that there were subtle changes that might be going on in some men's DNA that was contributing to worse outcome. Mm. We talked before about free radical production and antioxidants and think about how it's almost universally recommended that men should be taking all these antioxidants. Mm. Well, when you're, when you're measuring sperm DNA fragmentation, you're measuring how damaged is a man's specimen at the level of the DNA, despite the antioxidants and the other things he's been doing. Mm. So this is a way of saying, you know what, maybe all that other stuff just isn't working instead of just assuming that taking these, these pills and supplements was going to reverse a problem, we often find it's not doing it at all. Because damaged DNA, remember, all that sperm is contributing to the, the embryo is DNA. So mm -hmm. damage to that DNA compromises the outcome. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Because there are like the lifestyle modifications, the antioxidant treatment, all those things. And this is and one way. All those to things are designed to reduce DNA damage. Now mm -hmm. we can actually measure DNA damage. Okay. And, and there's you're even measuring... a newer test that's coming along that might be a bit premature for us to talk too much about that's trying to look at epigenetics of sperm yeah. Yeah. As, as even a further insight as to why, even if a guy had a normal DNA fragmentation, you know, why there might still be a contributing male factor. So you could see that it's, we're kind of catching up on the male side, instead of just saying, take supplements, stop smoking, be a good guy, you know, <laughs> and everything's going to be fine. It's taking a more sophisticated approach and saying, you know what, sometimes that's not enough. And now we've got a way of measuring that. So it's a more specific way to look at the sperm versus a semen analysis. It's like a surface, like basic test, but this is a little more of a specific test. Exactly. It's, it's a lot yeah. more specific. That men, and, and is this like not often routine if there is a male factor component, or if I guess when you're going down the discovery. Well, again, not on. everybody has the ability to do this test. So mm. if the lab isn't set up for it, sometimes people won't offer it to you. Or if they don't know what they should do, if it's abnormal, they may not offer it. You know, it is something that is beyond a basic semen analysis. And so, you know, it's, it's something that, in my opinion, should be offered. Like, like who should be given this, you know, yeah, yeah. bullet points, yeah. men over 40, okay, couples with recurrent pregnancy loss, males that have lifestyle concerns, like, for instance, if a guy is exposed to chemicals at work and things that he can't, 
reduce any further and he doesn't know if they're affecting things, this would be worthwhile considering. People with unexplained infertility or people with failed history of insemination, ovulation, induction with insemination, mm. even people that have had poor outcome for an IVF cycle if this was never tested for previously. Okay. So, you know, again, this is a way of instead of always assuming it's a problem with the egg or a problem on the female side, trying to even things out and seeing if there's something else that we might have been missing before tests like this were available. Yeah. And so not every clinic offers this test. Is that a question or a statement? <laughs> I would say that's an accurate statement, but it sounded like a question. So but I can't you... speak for every center, so I don't know. Are you encouraging individuals to ask about this test at their particular? No, I think that, that nice. people should ask if they feel that they fall into one of those categories. Okay. You okay. know, like, for instance, if someone's trying to decide between ovulation induction with insemination or IVF, in my opinion, don't order a test if you're not going to change what you're going to do. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, if, if, if this might push you one direction or the other, it's a test that makes sense. You know, we have different ways of trying to overcome this through IVF. But again, it also is, you know, inherent that, that the, the center has a means of trying to deal with you know, mm -hmm. abnormal sperm DNA fragmentation as well. Okay. So it's helping us rule out some specific components such as like the sperm quality. Well, it's a more specific way of actually measuring sperm quality. Again, Got instead it. of okay. just judging them. Because again, keep in mind when you do IVF with ICSI, the embryologist simply picks a sperm that looks like a healthy sperm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is a way of trying to, have a better understanding, maybe a sperm that looks healthy isn't as healthy as you think. You well, know, just like guy. judging people based <laughs> on trust, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes the most trustworthy people is not the person you should be leaving your yeah. purse with, you know what I mean? Right. They're incognito, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. So any ideas on, is this a really, I mean, pricey? Is this something people might ask? Is this a pricey test? Well, again, I can't speak for yeah. everyone. I know right. that this is a test that at our center is $300. Okay. okay. And again, nobody wants to spend $300 if they don't have to, but if it could save you from doing two or three unsuccessful IUI cycles. Oh yeah, for it sure. Could save you a considerable amount of money. Definitely. Definitely. This is super valuable. Um, One think thing that I think is also interesting, you and I love to talk about lifestyle stuff. Yeah. You know, most of the supplements have never been tested as to whether or not they can influence sperm DNA fragmentation. Mm. Ironically, one of my favorite tips, which you and I have talked about, studies have shown that if men consume tree nuts, you know, which means either walnuts, almonds, pistachios, even hazelnuts have been studied. Studies have shown that in as little as six weeks, a lot of men will see an improvement in their sperm DNA fragmentation. Now, again, does that mean that 
tree nuts are better than the supplements. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. Yeah. But I'm saying yeah. that at least they've done something that is measurable. Nobody has studied whether that translates into a higher pregnancy rate or a lower miscarriage risk. That would need to be a very large study. It would take many patients and probably several years to complete. Mm-hmm. But at least it's a way that, you know, you know, at least we're trying to make positive changes that we could at least try to measure uh, to see if if there's an improvement. What's important is some men that have a very normal semen analysis have an abnormal sperm DNA fragmentation. And some men that have an abnormal semen analysis have a a normal sperm DNA Mm -hmm. fragmentation. Mm -hmm. So again, you can't make assumptions based on appearance alone. So it's a way of giving us more information about the male factor. And then that information can be used to counsel any individual couple on what option might be best for them moving forward. This is really valuable. And any... um supplements or anything that you do you usually give a handout to patients for men on the supplements or I told you I like to recommend tree nuts is that the only one really like I mean the others haven't been tested maybe once they go if they go and do some testing and publish some results I'll I'll you know recommend them with the same enthusiasm got it but you know me I go where the data is and the current data shows certain nutritional interventions can be helpful yeah I'm waiting to see, you know, someone that, that's manufacturing, you know, one of the supplements to have similar outcome data. Okay. Very valuable. Grab, grab some nuts. <laughs> now, as a man who tries to be respectful in the 2020s, I'm not saying that. I'm leaving that up to you, Lisa. <laughs> okay. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Always a pleasure to talk with you. You're so great. <laughs> It's, it's always nice to end on a, on a funny note. Oh my isn't gosh. It? <laughs> you oh can my try goodness. to edit that out. You won't be able to. <laughs> I won't. We'll leave it in. This is just unscripted. Exactly. Real exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Green. Have a great one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye Hi there. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you got a good laugh like I did at the end of this one. (laughs) Keeping it real. And uh, Dr. Green and I love having these conversations and bringing you topics that interest you. So if there's something you want to learn about, don't be hesitant to reach out to me. You can private message me on Instagram or send me an email on my website at ivfmanifestingamiracle.com. And yeah, we love hearing from you. So Thank you so much for all your reviews, your shares. If you found these helpful, tag us and we're so grateful. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you liked it and found it helpful, I would be incredibly grateful if you would share it with a friend and tag me on social media at IVF Manifesting a Miracle. Your reviews of my podcast mean the absolute world, and I would love it if you would rate it and subscribe to the show. You can also watch these episodes on my YouTube channel. Connect with me at IVFManifestingAMiracle.com. There you'll find ways to work with me, book a connection call, and join my private newsletter where I provide extra nuggets and resources. You can also download my top 10 tips for ways to navigate through IVF with greater ease. It's all here for you. I hope you'll choose and lean into this path. Don't go about IVF alone. Choose to get support and know I'm there to walk alongside you. All my love. This is where it begins. Letting the light in, soaking it in. Darling, don't you know that you've got a gift?
So look deep within and make a wish Let it lead how you live And let it begin Let it begin Let it begin Let it begin